Thank you guys for taking a moment to listen to God's word today. Right now we're in a series called Core, understanding the strength and design of the church. Hope that this sermon will be a blessing to you and your family. Amen. Hey, this week I had put up some icons um, on on Instagram, uh, on my Instagram, the church's Instagram, on my WhatsApp status and all that, and and just asked people what these signs mean to you, if you know, if you have any idea about it. And uh, hey, I got some responses. Let's let's put the first one up. Let's put the first one up. Okay, let's see. Can we have the chat open? Uh, if the chat can be open. Um, there we go. ABS. Can somebody unmute and say what it is? Yeah, except for uh, the Jairaj groups, uh, everybody else can answer. Sorry. Uh, they are actually from the automobile family. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. Um, that's anti-locking braking system. My, my sister actually said, actually brake. She didn't system. Uh, <laughs> that's what she came up with. All right. Uh, next one. Come on. This one is easy. What's that? Fuel, fuel gauge, yeah, fuel level, all right. Next one. Most of them got it right. What's this? Battery, Battery yeah. Yeah, I got, I got a very interesting response on Instagram. Uh, a girl said, oh, I know this one. This is something from physics, yeah, you know, a cathode and anode, something to do with that. I'm like, flipping like it's a battery sign. Come on. Right, next one. What's this? Men, stop answering. Let's give a chance to women. <laughs> Pavitra, you sent me an answer. Can you please tell me what, what you sent me? Can turn off the... <laughs> no jellyfish sign. No jellyfish sign. That's what this is, guys. No jellyfish sign. Some people said headlight, head, you know, it's, it's fog light. Okay, next one. Next one, come on. What is this? Temperature indicator. Temperature indicator. Coolant, uh, you know, your radiator coolant uh, things. Uh, I got a very interesting answer. Stick in a water. Um, <laughs> that's, what, that's what I got. Next one. Next one. Yes, next one. Right, so whenever there's a problem with your engine, if this light comes on, the trouble is big. All the other icons, okay, if this light comes on, it's a problem, right? Okay, thank you so much. These Insta icons, a lot of people were asking why you put on these icons. It doesn't make any sense and all that. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched the promo. Um, you know, we want to talk about the vision and the heart of the church for the next four Sundays. And if, and, and if we need to understand the big picture of what God has for our lives, it is important that you actually look into yourself and to your health. 
right? We got to check your coolant level. You got to check your, your uh, fuel level. We got to check if, if, you know, if the core of your engine is working well. Because if you are not healthy, if you and I, if we are not healthy, then as a church, we become an unhealthy church. When we are an unhealthy church, we cannot move forward in the mission and we cannot, um, you know, fulfill all the functions that God has kept for the church. And vision gives us a focus. Proverbs 29, 18, I'm reading from the New Living Translation and beautifully says, when people do not accept divine guidance, they run wild. But whoever obeys the law is joyful when people do not accept divine guidance the purpose of this series is for all of us to come on the same page for us to understand we are part of a divine guidance here at king city church this church is set in a direction with the divine guidance, a vision that is laid in my heart as your pastor and, and, uh, and, and something that God has laid <clears throat> in my heart is not just for me personally, but to take a group of people into the mission of what God has called us for. So I want all of us to be on board. Not just me, not just the leadership team, not just the ministry team members and the dream team members. We want all of us to be on board with us. When you are on board with the vision, we have a focus. We will not be running wild into all kinds of things. We will not be doing all kinds of things. We will stay focused in what we are called to do. And this series is actually uh, designed for us to understand the strengths and the characteristics of the church. You know, if, if the, the strength of the church comes from you and I being the church, which means that you and I need to be strong as a believer, strong as a disciple for us to walk in his purpose and you and I need to understand our DNA what we are created to be what is our design and when you understand that you will not you know shy away from God-given opportunities but you will take bold courageous steps into what God has called you to be I want to say this statement this morning this is what the statement is there is no freedom until everyone is free there's no freedom until everyone is free i don't know how many of you know our vision statement by heart but we'll put that on the screen this is our vision statement as a church we exist to reach people far from god into new life in christ so that they can make a lasting difference in our communities in our cities and the rest of the world we exist to reach people far from God into new life in Christ. The previous statement and our vision statement has something in common, is that not everybody, we cannot celebrate freedom until everybody is free, which means that there are still a lot of people out there who are far from God that we need to reach. If you all agree with me, you can wave your hand. There are a lot of people who are far from God. Far from God does not just mean people who are from other religion and, and, and various other cultures. Of course, we are going to reach the unreached. Sometimes it also takes to strengthen the reached. 
you could have accepted Jesus, you could have been, uh, um, you know, in church, but you have been following um, Jesus in a traditional way, in a legalistic way, as, as, as something that you have to do, but not something that you get to do. Probably you did not understand that this is about a relationship and not a religion. And if you're still trying to follow Jesus religiously, you are far from God and you need a new life in Christ Jesus. And there are many people who knows about Jesus and still haven't accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. We got to reach out to them. But it all starts from something very small. You know, during our, our um, you know, testimony with Jimmy and I, I was talking about the seed that was planted in my heart. Seven years before we planted the church. And it was a journey. And I believe all of us are carrying a seed inside us. Have you realized the seed that God has planted in your heart? This morning, I want to speak to you on this title, Be Planted. Be Planted. Psalm 92, verses 12 to 14, it says, The righteous will flourish like a palm tree. They will grow like a cedar of Lebanon, planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of our God. And they will still bear fruit in old age. They will stay fresh and they will stay green. The righteous will flourish like a palm tree. They will grow like a cedar of Lebanon planted in the house of the Lord. But they will flourish in the courts of our God. If you look at the vision, if you look at the big picture... You know, having a vision is something that will give us a focus. That's something that takes our mind from the day-to-day things, but helps our eyes and our ears and our lives open to the big thing that God is doing. Because our church and every other church is part of the big picture, which is God's kingdom. And if we don't have that big picture and we always narrow down to our small problems that is going on in our life the small things that we are doing the small little world that we have that we are surrounded by we will miss the point and this morning i want you to all of us to understand that you we are all part of something big that god is doing and you all have a role to play in it every decision that you make Everything that you do for your lives here on earth today has something to do with eternity, has something to do with the big plan of what God is doing here on earth, as it is in heaven. And I invite us all to be part of that. You know, being planted first is in the kingdom of God. How many of you experienced, you know, Jesus and accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior? I believe everybody in this room has done that. And that is the first seed that God planted in your life. The first seed is the seed of salvation. Accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. That becomes your firm foundation. That becomes, you know, your your base, your everything. And it is out of that joy it is out of that affirmation it is out of that conviction that Jesus Christ is your Lord it is from that seed everything grows 
And this morning, if you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this morning, if you have already accepted Jesus, but you're walking away from Him for a long time, and if you want to come back to God this morning, it is your chance. I invite you to come back to Jesus. If you've never accepted Jesus, I invite you to accept Jesus. That's got to be the first seed, the seed of joy, peace comes from accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and I invite you to do that. But if you've already done that, for those who have been saved for 10 years or 15 years or 2 years or even 70 years, if you have been saved for a very long time, do you remember the first time you gave your life to Jesus, that, that first seed that God planted, that first joy that God, you know, that you received when you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Do you remember your first love? Are you still planted in your first love? Are you still planted in God's word? Are you still planted in his presence? Are you still planted the way you began your journey with Jesus? That's the question. You know, the Lord is the one that plants you in the kingdom of God. No man can plant you in God's kingdom. No man can give you salvation. I can only give you an invitation but it is the Lord that gives you salvation. It is the Lord that gives you freedom. It is the Lord that sets you free. Only He can do that. But along with that, the Lord first plants us in the kingdom of God. But the second part, you know, is that the Lord also plants you in the local church. You know, to be with other Christ followers. I believe and I genuinely believe that everybody who has been part of this church and they're still and if you're still part of this church, all of us, we have been planted together, not by our desire. I truly believe God brought us together. Every single person who are part of our church, I believe that God has handpicked you and wanted you to be planted in this church. I believe it is the Lord who leads and guides you to a local body of believers. You see, it's very important for us to understand that. And we need to remain planted. The verse says, planted in the house of the Lord. And this is what happens when you stay planted in the house of the Lord. You will flourish in the courts of our God. And we live in a time where the world is teaching us go and do whatever you want to do and even if you have to you know walk over somebody in order to achieve something in life that is okay gone are the days when when you know we got to grow together or we can do this together it is all about you know i and me and whatever i want i would do it at any cost but when you get planted into the kingdom of God, you become part of something big what God is doing. And in order for you to flourish and to survive and to thrive in God's kingdom, you and I, you need a church family. You need the fellow believers. God did not design us to do this life on our own, but to do it in community with God's people. 
Not every time and every time we will do everything perfectly and not every time we will always have the strength but in our weakness it is the church that comes around you. It is the fellow believers that comes around you. It is where you're planted that will help you. Let me, let me try and, and illustrate this a little bit more so that you know, it'll make sense for all of us. You know, I have, I have a pot here. And this pot is empty right now. And I have some seeds here. This seed, um, it says French lavender buds. If this seed needs to grow, this, if this seed stays in this bag, it's not going to grow. Can we zoom out a little bit? Uh, if, this, if it stays in this bag, it's not going to grow. It's not going to grow into the plant that it needs to be. So in order for this seed to grow, it needs to come out of this bag and get planted somewhere. And this is where Jesus came into the picture and, and, and He created something for us. He became the vessel. He became the cornerstone. He became the sacrifice. He is the one, you know, that holds us together. When this seed gets planted, that's a lot of seeds. We don't do that many seeds, just, just for illustration. When this seed gets planted in this pot this pot will hold the seed together and and when you put it in an empty pot with nothing in it and it's just empty it's got nothing in it and you and you just wait there for the plant to grow nothing is going to happen it's just there this is what happens when you try to plant your desires, your future vision, your ambitions, and you try to plant it in you and within you, and you try to plant it all in your own strength and your own might and in your own divine wisdom, and you think that you can do it all with your education, with the money that you have, hey, you're still empty. It's not going to grow. Nothing is going to happen. But then, when Jesus, who is a strong foundation, who paid the price with his own blood, and he died on the cross, rose again on the third day, and he put himself, this is my body, this is my blood, and he put himself for you and I, and he said, remain in me. He said, remain in me. As long as you can be planted in me, you will flourish. That's what salvation looks like. So Jesus is in us. Jesus totally covers us. We are in his grace. We are in his, you know, um, divine guidance we are completely in his care now he holds all things together now 
you are planted in a firm, fertile, smooth, solid ground that is Christ Jesus. This is your first plantation. This is the seed that God planted your salvation. This is something that should not be uprooted and the devil hates it. You are now filled with Christ Jesus and the devil hates it. When you do your own plans without the soil, without Jesus in you, you're just empty. And the devil knows that you can make a lot of rattling noise, but you are empty. You're not going to go anywhere and you're not going to grow anything. But when, when, when you're filled with all the divine plans, when you're filled with everything, that God had actually had planned for your life. When you stay planted in this spot, you will grow. The beautiful part is that, you see, Jesus is the gardener. He looks after this. He's not just going to leave you on your own. He comes every day. He's going to water you with His Word. He's going to water you with His presence. He's going, to, he's going to look after you through the work of the Holy Spirit. He's going to, he's going to talk to you. I, I know uh, every day I see Getty when she comes to church. Uh, she, she loves taking care of plants and, and, and she'll put them in a corner and she'll, do, you know, she, she'll, she'll spray with water and, and she'll actually talk to the plants. And, and they say, actually, when you talk to the plants they are much more healthier. I don't know how that works, but it's actually true. He talks to you. Your gardener is somebody who doesn't just leave you there. He's talking to you. He's speaking to you every day and wants to talk to you. He looks after you. Now this is you. And as you stay planted... As you remain in this container, as you remain in this foundation, don't you think there's a lot of chances for this seed to grow? Yeah? The problem is that we want everything to happen fast. We want instant growth. Like you plant and then few Hours later, you want to see it grow. You want, you want everything like an instant coffee. You want life to be like a cappuccino. You want everything to be fast. But, but in, 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 uh, in God's kingdom, it doesn't work that way. It takes time. It goes through seasons. It goes through various, you know, growth process. But the, but the key is, everybody, everybody listen to that. The key is, be planted. Be planted. The question I want you to ask yourself is that, am I planted in God's Word? Am I planted in the salvation? Am I planted on what He has done on the cross for me? Am I planted? You see, as Christ takes care of you, you start growing little by little. 
something beautiful comes out of you. Something, you know, that God has purpose to happen comes out of you and you keep growing. God keeps looking after you through His Word. You keep growing every day. As you remain in His presence, you keep growing. And as years go by, you start growing a little bit more. And now you are taller. But, but the key part is be planted. Be planted. You're not shifting anywhere. Be planted. As time goes by, you grow even more taller and taller into everything God wants you to be. Be planted. Be planted. Remain in God's presence. Can we zoom that out? Be planted. Now, you are now planted in God's kingdom, which is great. But then imagine if all of us, every single person, as you remain planted, we all, what happens now is that we all come together. We all come together. And every one of us, we all come together and we remain planted. We all have a salvation experience. We all have a story to tell. We all have a testimony to share. We all wanted to say something that God has done in our life. And when we all stay together, we create a little beautiful garden. When we all grow together, imagine if all these plants grow a little bit more taller. Imagine if they all grow to be big trees. It creates a forest. That's what God wants the church to be. Many times we are planted in our salvation, but you want to stay on your own. Is it exciting to walk around a small pot of plant or is it exciting to walk through a huge, thick, dense forest? What's more exciting? Come on, somebody, tell me. What's more exciting? It's the forest. Many of us, we are planted with Jesus. We are planted, but we keep moving. We keep, you know, forgetting the purposes of God. But when you stay planted under one vision, when you stay planted together, when you stay planted in your church, when you stay planted with your life group members, when you stay planted in the vision and the ministry, when you stay planted in the dream team, when you stay planted in everything that God has called you to do, when we grow together, we make a beautiful garden. And in a beautiful garden, you see birds coming and enjoying. A beautiful garden would attract more people to come and visit. A beautiful forest can host a lot of things. Stay planted. I believe that the Holy Spirit is speaking to all of us this morning. People who are planted in a local church, and I want to say this prophetically over everybody's life who are planted in King City Church, and if you call this church your home, I'm not talking about, you know, you might be a visitor and, and, and that is okay. Maybe you're still praying if you want to be planted in this church. I truly understand that. 
And I pray that the Lord will speak and the Lord will lead you. If you're just passing by, that is also okay. But hey, if you call this home, if you call King City Church your home, if this is where you believe that God has planted you, we are going to flourish, church. We are going to flourish. We are going to bear fruit. We will be a strong, vibrant, spirit-filled, life-giving church. We will see many people blessed by what the Lord is doing in and through our lives. Your life will become a blessing. You will see many people blessed. You will see our church beautiful, green, flourished, which means that each and every single one of your lives is prospering. Each and every single one of your God-given purposes is prospering. And you remain planted. And not every time it's going to be green. Sometimes, you know, something might go dry. But together we look after each other. And Christ is still our gardener. Christ is still the head of the church. And He's still going to look after us all. He's still going to be there. And His presence is still going to keep filling us. As long as Jesus is at the center of our purpose. As long as Jesus is at the center of our vision, you will flourish. Don't try to do life on your own. Don't think you will make it in life on your own. If you are a follower of Christ, come and be part of God's community. And, and I love what this says. You know, this is not just when you're young. This is not just, you know, when you're a baby. You're not coming to church because your parents brought you here. You are taking a choice to be planted in the local church. And it says in verse 14 that they will still bear fruit in their old age and they will stay fresh and green. They will stay fresh and green even in their old age. When you're part of God's people, when you're part of God's community, you will continue to stay fresh you will continue to stay green even at your old age. Isn't that a blessing? Isn't that something that, that we can all, you know, receive from God? Isn't it something that, that we, it is so important that many people feel abandoned when they grow old. Many people feel left out when they're old. Many people feel that they are not, that they don't have a purpose anymore after their retirement. Many people feel that, you know, that's it, I'm done, I've run my race and that's, that's about it. But hey, when you're part of God's community, when you're part of a local church, when you're part of a vision, as long as you are breathing, there is something that God has planted in you and it will keep growing you will stay green and you will stay fresh we have some elderly people here with us this morning stay planted God is talking to you stay planted don't think your time is up keep serving 
Keep building young people's life. Keep imparting your wisdom. Keep praying for people. You will continue. You are needed in God's church. We will not make a beautiful garden without you. You know what? When, when people walk into forests, they're actually fascinated by the oldest tree in the forest. They're actually fascinated by, wow, the many years, the experiences, the journey. You're not forgotten. You're not abandoned. God loves you. This church loves you. There is a purpose for you. You are also part of the vision. Maybe you are the youngest person in this church. Maybe you, are, you feel like, I am so young, I'm so tiny, I'm the smallest part of this church. Hey, you are also important. We won't make a beautiful garden. We won't make a beautiful forest without your growth. Your growth is important as how Christ cares for you. We need to care for each other. We need to care the youngest and the oldest and everybody together. So church, my question for all of you here this morning is, can we grow together in this vision? We need to reach more people who are far from God into new life in Christ, but can we do that together? Can we stay planted in our good times and in our bad times? Can we stay planted in Christ Jesus even though you are falling into sin every day? But hey, we are not perfect people. We have a perfect gardener who knows you, who loves you. He has given, he has put me, I'm not the head gardener. He's the chief gardener. I'm just the manager as a pastor. I'm just constantly trying to tell you all to fix your eyes on Jesus. To, to always look forward for the, for the chief the head to come and look after. That's my job. And I'm also growing with you. We're not perfect people. But hey, we make a pretty good garden when we stay together. We can stay green. Yeah. When we put our visions together. When we put our plans together. When we put our resources together. When we put our strength together. We can stay green. We can stay fresh. If you believe God has spoken to you this morning, I pray that you will flourish in the courts of King City Church. That together that we will flourish in this vision that God has planted in all our hearts and all our lives. I hope you are blessed with God's word today. If you would like to support our ministry financially, you can do so by visiting kingstichurch.org forward slash give. We hope to see you next week with a brand new sermon.